We have so many stories in our lives, but our stories are not always heard. On the Hear My True Story podcast, we tell our own true stories. Before the white car backed, our head teacher had scattered. Looking at him, I could only see his tie that was flying backwards, waving at us, and he disappeared in thin air. I want to share my life story. I want to share my voice with the people because I know that uh, just a small joke I can tell through this, this podcast, it will make someone smile. When you ask me what I fear most in life, I would definitely respond to you and say it's fear itself. We are fighting for togetherness. We are fighting for equal rights. We are fighting to end injustice. You don't have to be a storyteller or writer because, guess what? Life writes the best stories. Hear my true stories. This is your favorite time of the week with your number one, one podcast. Hear my true stories. Hello, our dear listener. Thank you so much for being part of the wonderful podcast. It is me, your host, Otako. And today, I would like to tell you a wonderful experience that I've made as Otako in my day life. Anyway, yeah. So, um, I want to tell you something. Otako, as a person, I'm training to be an educator. But at the moment, I have to work. At the same time, I go to school because of my training. The training I do is more of like a vocational training. You go to school, at the same time you go to work. And this gives you the opportunity to create experiences, both in school and also at work. So the personal story I'd like to share with you, I made an experience at work. I work in an institution that works with children between three to six years. So I work with these young children. And I enjoy working with them because they really ask questions and I love to answer those questions. One thing that I have realized is that it is so beautiful to listen to them. And that's what I do. So there is this one moment when we are having lunch in our group with the children. We have about around 20-something children. So our room, we set up the tables that... Each table has four to five children and each table has one adult or one educator that is seated with the children and then we eat. So this particular day, I had a table of five children and I was there as the adult. So I was eating and the children were eating. As you know, when you're on a table eating, that's when people talk to know about more about each other. And then these children were telling each other stories. They, they were talking about Things, you know, that they have done, what they are going to do after kindergarten, where they are, whether they are going for swimming, some will say I'm going to, to, some say I'm going to the music class, you know, they really talk. And then as we were eating our lunch, a kid asked me, Otako, yeah, I mean, the kid calls me out, Otako, I was like, yes, I was like, Otako, I want to know, I said, yes, please, ask me, what do you want to know? Why do you have a dark skin tone and I was like yeah do you want to know the answer very happy I responded 
And the kid was like, yes. And then I looked at all the other children. They looked at me and asked them, okay, you guys, do you also want to know the, the reason why I have a dark skin tone? And they're like, yeah, Otaku would like to know. And we started talking about this question. Why do I have a dark skin tone? Let me tell you something. It was very simple for me to, to really converse with these children. So the moment I started, I told them, you know, every person, every human being in their skin, they have melanin. And one, you need to know, when someone has more melanin in their skin, then they will have a dark skin like mine, or they will have a dark brown skin, or maybe they may have less melanin. And that's why they will have light skin, or they will have a light brown skin. And that's because we have melanin in our skins. And then one kid was like, so, you mean otaku? I have less melanin in my skin? I was like, yes, because you are light skin. And the other one was like, yeah, also my mother has less melanin. And the other one was like, also my father has less melanin. And I told him, yes, also my mother and father have more melanin in their skin. And that's why they also have a dark brown skin. And that's how we conversed about this question with the children of four, three, five, six years. And then asked them, so you guys, do you have any question that you want to ask me as Otako right now? I'll answer it. And they're like, no, I think no question. Then we continue to eat. But the most, most interesting thing that I've experienced was when we are again having lunch, but this time with also another group of children on the table, and it was also on, yeah, I can't remember, but there were a different group of children on the table. And then one of the kiddos asked, Otako, I want to know, why do you have a, 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 a dark skin tone and the other kid has a, a dark brown skin tone and me, I have another skin tone? And then the child who was seated on this table when we were having lunch said, do you want to know the answer? I can tell you. That was the child telling the other ch- child. And they was like, yeah, tell, tell her, tell her. And they, the kid said, okay, you see, Otako has more melanin in his skin. And that's why he has a dark skin. And me, I have less melanin. That's why I have light skin. So a kid explained to the other kids in my presence. And I was like, oh my God, this is something really beautiful. Because I I thought I'd talked about it sometime back with the children. And maybe that they forgot about it. But there was already a kid who was explaining to others on the table as they were eating. I was so happy. That day, I was the happiest trainee who wants to be an educator that I'm doing a right job to talk about issues that people fear to talk about with children. Things like skin tone. I was so happy. And this was so wonderful for me. I was so, so happy. You may not see my happiness now, but you can hear it in my voice. I was happy. And today, in this episode, I want to share with you my experience, I mean, like, how, how do I deal with this when questions like that 
are raised to me during my place of work or maybe in the community where I live or maybe when I hear people being asked questions and they try to run away I'll share with you my personal recommendation you can of course agree with me or you may not agree with me but it is my recommendation this is the way I deal with it enjoying this episode leave a review now hear my true story I mean as an adult or as an educator or maybe as a, a, a caretaker or maybe as a parent when your child raises a question you know and it's about skin tone please don't mix these two things don't mix the skin tone and race race is different from skin tone that is clear and that is what you need to know as an adult or maybe as an educator or maybe as a caretaker skin tone is different from race these are two different terms that people keep mixing and when you mix these two that's where you're going to have challenges that's where you're going to have people trying to raise some terms and say yeah maybe i am color blind people will start saying yeah I'm colorblind. I see someone the way they are because they are trying to to make it clear that oh maybe ah, I'm I'm not racist. I don't want to speak about color. I don't define someone by their color. Please try hard to avoid that. Try hard to avoid colorblind approaches. Because I'm going to tell you something as a person who works with children but also at the same time as a person who has worked with young people for a long time and children not just here in germany but also in my other experiences as an artist i work with children children know colors i can tell you something when we were working with children when we work with children in kindergartens maybe in schools we have so many colors around and children pick colors and try to paint them and they really say yeah today i want to use brown i want to use dark brown i want to use uh green i want to use dark green i want to use blue in my painting when we move outside in the forest when we take our forest walks or maybe when we visit the forest with children you can see the children saying that yeah this leaf is green the other one is yellow the other one is pink the other one is turning green the other one is turning yellow because the children understand the colors so you cannot say it's color blind by the time the child asks Why is that person having a different skin tone from mine? Because they have realized to identify skin tone, they can really differentiate that that is light, that is dark, that is green, that is red. And by saying that please don't ask that question, you are denying a chance to this kid to really learn to really get the right information. So as a person This is my way of approach. I try hard to avoid the the color blind approach because it does not really help me help the child other than it just denies them the chance to learn more about skin tone and how beautiful it is to have different skin tones in life. I know you may agree with me some people you may think yeah it is very it is important to say yeah color blind approach is the best to deal with issues around racism but be 
be clear because your child didn't ask you about racism the child asked about skin tone and by the way when a child asks about skin tone maybe when a child raises a question of experience this when a child can raise the question ah mom why is the other person dark skin don't panic please don't panic because that question does not relate with race it's just about skin tone two normalize the conversation about skin tone and race with your children at least normalize it for example you you can have a kid and the kid says oh mom i've seen a man who is dark brown why is he dark brown oh mom we have a kid in the kita who is light skin why is that kid light skin and me i have a dark skin don't panic as a parent don't panic about that normalize the conversation and answer what the child has asked it is very simple that is the simplest way you normalize it talk with them happily it's like when you are in a supermarket with your kid you're holding them and then the kid says hey mom look there's a dark skinned man there and then you squeeze their hand you squeeze them like this oh please don't ask that question oh you tell them don't ask that question it is not right to say something like that then they're going to ask themselves why is it not right to say something like that other than being rude or maybe attacking their questions welcome their questions normalize them speak to them tell them happily without being offensive you know without being protective without thinking is wrong is not wrong and by the way that's not a racist act it is not the child is learning and the child needs the right information so for that case of normalizing you need to deal with it as a person when children ask questions about skin tone and it makes you a bit uncomfortable please don't feel uncomfortable feel comfortable and answer the question happily and that is going to make change to the life of that child and it's going to make change to the way of thinking about difference and how beautiful it is to be different because you have showed it to them the third thing that I, i really think is very important is to inform yourself this is what i do as a person i am a dark skin person i'm a black person i'm living in germany yeah i tend to work with people f- with different skin tone but i it doesn't mean that i have all the right information because of being a, a, a bpoc i can't have all the information i inform myself i try hard to invest in anti-racism education to gain more understanding yeah more understanding about this topic rather than just relying on informal discussion that i hear from people so i really really had find myself information i buy books for myself i get i listen to podcasts i i i, I watch videos maybe on youtube from people who are really more informed about this and this is what i do i invest in information 
So as a parent maybe as an educator maybe someone who is running an institution the moment you invest in information that is really right and you put it there it can be really supportive for people to deal with this question that is relates to skin tone and race because when you have these informations in place that is the beginning of talking about skin tone and race with your children or maybe with the children in your work of place if you're working with children yeah so that's the beautiful thing about investing in information investing in education about race and racism invest in that yeah so our dear listeners that has been my wonderful episode today and i hope you enjoyed my experience and to just inform you i am a, a trainee i'm trying to be an educator i'm not an expert of talking about racism with children that's clear but i hear within my opinion my views my experience and it's up to you you can think about it you can also inform yourself with more and better information yeah and i hope one time i have an expert to speak about this on my podcast and i'll get them and i'll have an episode done particularly on this topic with children thank you so much for listening and for now i would like to say bye Make sure to follow us on Twitter. Hear my true story. We not only have voices for a podcast, but also faces for YouTube. Don't miss your next episode. Hear my true story. Thank you for listening to our podcast Music by Edwin Matovo hosted and produced by Otako. Subscribe to our podcast for more stories and visit us on our website hearmytruestory.com for more stories. All the links are listed in the show notes of this podcast.